This is Because I Want To, November edition. Hello, and welcome back to Because I Want To, where we talk about whatever it is we want to. I'm Sarah. I'm Lindsay. And welcome back to November. Gobble, gobble. Indeed. We've hit <laughs> We've hit mid-November, which is exciting. Yeah. Oh my god, we're almost to Thanksgiving. Which really, I don't know, time has lost all meaning, so <laughs> why not? Mid-November. Woo! Time is a construct. Especially this year. Uh-huh. Cuz let me tell you, Maryland is heading back to to another lockdown. I, it definitely is. You think? Mm-hmm. We had the worst day ever today or yesterday. How many cases do you uh, know? It was like 2,300. Yeah. I think that's like Which, where I am, too. It's like comparable. Yeah. Except Maryland. They're like, Wah! Yeah, <laughs> they actually care. <laughs> and they're trying. Yeah. Yeah. So... I'm imagining at some point this week, Hogan's going to be like, and y'all got to stay home because he couldn't wear a damn mask. (laughs) So it's been, I feel like things started going crazy in March and April. We're now in Mm -hmm. November. It's been like eight, nine months of this now. Yep. Yeah. Yep. (laughs) It's going to be a solid year, I think, at least. I agree. Mm -hmm. I think what's going to happen is, so I think next week I'm going to go back to virtual. That's, I think, happening. Next week? Like that soon? Yeah. Today's Saturday, y'all. I know. It'll be on Thursday. You think you would go to school Monday through Wednesday and then go virtual on Thursday? (sighs) So I don't want to trash our Board of Education too much in a public forum. (laughs) Because I am employed by them, but they ba- <sighs> there's a reason I drink a lot when I watch the Board of Ed meetings. Yeah. And basically they were like, <sighs> so the high schools haven't been open. Like they didn't have enough teachers to open them because the teachers were like, nope, we're not doing that. Really? Uh, yeah. Oh my God. So, they've, so the teachers yeah. rebelled and okay, so elementary and middle school were open, but high schools weren't? Correct. That's kind of crazy. Like high- Yo, it's been, oh, it's been a time. It's, yo. And so <laughs> the high schools were supposed to open on this week, on Thursday, like this past Thursday. Um, and they, at the, that's when the numbers started spiking, like really bad, especially in Carroll County. Like, yeah. They've gotten pretty bad. Um, and basically the guy from the health department was like, don't open them. We can't handle it. Like mm-hmm. the health department can't do it right now. They did it anyway because they promised the kids. So now the kid, and then they said, sent an email out that said, it is very, very likely that schools will have to go back virtual next Thursday. I, I think that all this back and forth is detrimental. Like, just make a decision and be consistent with it. Yeah, I don't know what the answer is. All I know is we've had kids leaving every day, yeah. being sick. Teachers had to go home this week because they got exposed. Like, I like my job. I don't like my job that much. Like, I don't want COVID. No. If I can avoid it. No. Okay. Here's the thing. No one 
likes their job enough to put their health at stake like that. It, your job shouldn't mm-hmm. be worth your potential life, you know? Yeah. And I'm already like, I've already come to terms with the fact that someday somebody may bust into my school and try to kill my students and then I, I may die trying to kill that person. <laughs> so this is just another, yeah, uh, like, it's like little... people expect teachers to just do more and more and more. And why do they have to do everything? You shouldn't have to do everything. You shouldn't have to be exposed every day. So, yeah, that's about where we are. (sighs) It's going to be great. My parents told me, because I like called them during the board meeting, like I had a little weep about it. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, I can't believe like this is my life right now. And my parents were like, well, don't worry. We have a plan for when you get COVID. Not if you get COVID. <laughs> when you get COVID. What's their plan? A plan? What's their plan? Oh, my God. My mom was like, so we're going to come get you. We're going to put your cat in a plastic bag because everyone, my cat pees everywhere. You can't put him in a car. Oh I have God. like, I have a mobile <laughs> vet come to my house because he can't go in a car. And so she was like, we're going to put him in like, I think they mean like a grocery bag. <laughs> Like not, not like not, not like, like, like asphyxiate him. No, like a reusable grocery bag that they can. That was kind of horrifying can, the way you said that initially. Okay, let's clarify. Like, yes, yeah, like a reusable grocery bag that you can line with pee pads. Right. Okay, that makes sense. Because you can't put him in a crate. He's I when I t- used to have to take him to the vet, I would put him in a duffel bag. Yeah, and and that's what he liked. So, but anyway, she was like, we're going to put your your cat in a bag and we'll get your dogs and then you'll just come live in grandma's room, at, like old room at my parents' house. Uh-huh. And like, we'll leave you food outside the door and you'll just be there for two weeks. Oh, and I was like, that's like really okay. nice that they want to take you to their house though. Yeah. Well, my mom, this is the thing. I have a lot of pre-existing conditions. Yeah. So my mom was like, I'm assuming if you get it, you're going to get really sick. So could be yeah i mean my parents i think that my mom had it like she was sick for several weeks like three weeks and she finally started feeling better like she didn't have anything like super serious but Mm -hmm. it was like she felt bad for a long time (laughs) i was having like hacking at work last week to the point where I went to the nurse and I was like I just want to let you know that I'm coughing and I know we're supposed to report it I was like I have asthma I'm gonna hit my inhaler (laughs) yeah I mean I'm trying to think of any other job where you are expected to put yourself on the front lines in harm's way other than I guess like officers yeah but again that's part of the job description though yeah. Like yeah. what you're doing is not part of what you signed up for. But it's for the kids, Lindsay. It's for the kids. And if I you... swear if one more <laughs> person says that to me. If you have any qualms, obviously you don't care about kids. I, I, mm, <laughs> mm. But anyway, yeah, that's what's been going on. I also just found my Kindle on the floor of my guest bedroom where I record this. Uh, where my dog had taken it and started to chew it. Oh, no. So. Moose. So adding on to the lists of things Moose has eaten, money. Money. 
a checkbook, <laughs> three avocados at once, Ooh. and my books, which I love my books, and now my Kindle. <sighs> yeah, that's not good. Because I, I came upstairs last night at like 6.30 to like lay in bed with a heated blanket, and she wouldn't come in the room. She hung out in here, and now I know fucking why. Moose, why can't you just chill? She has no chill. Why do you have to be destructive? She already got two baths today because I took her to my parents' house and she coated herself in deer shit. (laughs) She's your special one. Seriously. I think that was what I needed. Like, the universe was like, we gave you one perfect dog and now we're going to give you this one. (laughs) She's there to make your life more interesting. I guess. Because <laughs> she's a like mix of Beagle and what else do you think? Who the fuck knows? I think Doberman, but who knows? Does Maybe she, Rottweiler. You should do like a DNA, DNA test for her. I've thought about it because she has the coloring of like a Doberman or a Rottweiler. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's also very long and has a very long tail. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. All right, now I can tell that my audio is too low. Sorry, everyone, if you're about to hear a intense volume change. <laughs> because I think I'm too quiet. Getting louder. <laughs> okay. Mine might be kind of quiet, too. I don't know. We'll just have to see. We will, indeed. I'm just not bursting on the thing like I normally do. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's good. How has your week been? My week's been okay. I've still been kind of like feeling out my new job and everyone's really nice. But like the person, like the role above me has been vacant. So there's Mm -hmm. no one who really like trains me or who I like report to or talk to. So I'm kind of like on my own. Like I don't have like a department or anything. That kind of sucks. Yeah, so it's okay, but someone just moved into that position, and I've met her, and she seems really nice, so I think that'll be good. Nice. I'm excited for you to build a work community. Yeah, that's always awkward about starting a new job is, like, feeling out the atmosphere and the relationships that are already there, because you know there's going to be people who've been there for, like, 10 plus years. Mm Mm-hmm. I, for the first, like, two years I worked at my school, I, like, just wouldn't make friends with anybody. Yeah. Like, everyone was like, why aren't we Facebook friends? And I was like, oh, I don't do that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, part of my, like, new employee onboarding stuff was to make work profiles for every social media and follow everything and friend everyone, which I've not, like, had before. Oh, that's weird. Why? I don't know. That's just part of the digital DNA. I guess. Wow. But yeah, it's kind of like, I don't know. I just kind of sit back and I try to get a feel for like the atmosphere, I guess. Yeah, I think that's a good way to go about it. Uh Uh-huh. But yeah, it's good. Feel it out. Uh Uh-huh. Nice. It's exciting. I'm excited for you to have things like health insurance and benefits i know right 
Okay. Well, I do have some news. We ordered Bean those buttons to see if he can talk like Bunny on TikTok. I've (laughs) I've thought about buying those. (laughs) You should. I think, okay, A, A, I love the videos of cats using them because they're hilarious because all the cats will do is just go food, 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 and they like smack Uh them really fast. I've not seen any Um, cats do them. Oh, you should look them up. They're oh my funny. god, they can learn to talk too. Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, I've been talking about buying those for like months uh-huh. for London. The like website that it's like Fluent Pet or something, and there's a waiting. Mm-hmm. There's like a wait period, so we're not going to get them. I think for a month or so, but. Yeah, I think the like there's a starter pack, so you can see if they actually like engage with it, and then mm-hmm. you can like order more. I will say, I predict if I get them, Moose will very quickly learn to use the out button, uh-huh. and will just hit it all day, every, all the time. I know that's the thing is like now, you have to think about what words are you going to prioritize. Because I think you mm-hmm. only get like six or so in the like starter kit. I think you have to start with words that they probably already know. Yeah, definitely outside. Mm-hmm. Like dinner. Breakfast, dinner, pee and poop. That's mm-hmm. like six already, I think. Yeah. I don't think my dogs know the difference between pee and poop. Really? Usually I, yeah, well, like, so I, a lot of times they take a shit. Like I don't say go poop. <laughs> Um, and I don't say go outside. I say potty. Like, you have to go potty. See, with Bean, like, he'll go outside and he'll poop. But, like, you have to tell him to pee. He'll want to come back inside. And I'm like, no, you can't. Oh, my God. London's the, <laughs> London's the opposite. I'm going to go pee. And then I know she has to take a shit. And I'm like, bitch, <laughs> go take a shit. That's why. Okay. This is, like, TMI. But with Bean, I'm like... That's so weird because I feel like with humans, you normally pee and then you poop, right? So he'll poop and then I'm like, no, go pee. I think it depends. So I don't. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's get into this. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> I don't know like how connected the anatomy, like the anatomy is of a dog compared to a person, but I know that like if I have to pee, I can't poop and not pee. Like, I can't, exactly. like, hold my pee in. Exactly. But I think with dogs, it's different. All I know is if I let him, he would hold in his pee for, like, two days. What a weirdo. I know. So that's why I feel like he needs to have, like, two separate buttons. Yeah, I mean, London can get pretty prissy about, like, when it's wet outside. Also, if I'm being honest, I don't clean the yard out enough, and so it's probably gross to go back there and take a shit anyway. Um, But, like, she just won't, and then she'll come inside and shit on the floor and then look at me, and I'm like... (laughs) When I was in Louisiana, and our yard was so spongy and wet and gross... And I went out there barefoot like a couple times and I was like, okay, Bean, I understand. I get why you don't like being out here mm-hmm. <laughs> and walking around. Yeah. It's gross. <laughs> yeah. Like London, when I walk her, she will shit within the first 30 seconds of a walk, like clockwork. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Moose never poops on a walk. Since I've had her, really? she's pooped exactly one time when I've walked her. Dogs yeah. are so like interesting because they all have their personalities. They're all so unique. Mm-hmm. You have to walk her for like a couple of miles if you want her to poop on a walk because she's too like. Really? Yeah. Like she gets too geared up when she's walking to like take a shit. She will like, I walk them around my neighborhood like three times and it'll take like two times around before she'll even pee. See, like if Bean doesn't, I'm sorry, I know this is not interesting probably, but if he like doesn't poop in the yard, I'll take him for a walk and then he'll do it immediately. Yeah. I just don't think like I got to clean the yard more. Yeah. (laughs) That's the end of my, that's the conclusion I'm coming to. Yeah. Probably me too. I'm sure everybody at home really loved (laughs) our discussion of this. Whatever. (laughs) It's because we want to. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, My mom hates how much I talk about pooping. (laughs) You know what? Like, it's relatable and it's important and it's daily and it's... Yeah. I'm like, it's a thing everybody does. Mm -hmm. Why wouldn't I talk about... And it affects your day. Like... Let's destigmatize it. Let's make it a thing. Talk about your poop, guys. Talk about poop with your friends. Talk about poop with your coworkers. <laughs> Can you imagine if I went in with these people I don't know very well and I was like, hey, y'all, let's talk about poop. <laughs> Yo, I have no filter at work now. Like, I'll just be like, by the way, overshare. <laughs> and then I'll just say the most like outlandish shit. I don't care anymore. That's good. I think that's good. That's what you want. I I agree. So anyway, what are we talking about this week? All right. So this week we're talking about ancient mysteries, mystery from history. We've done a really good job of researching, <laughs> i.e. me and Lindsay both Googled it and picked the first two things that came up. <laughs> yeah. Well, we were talking about what to talk about this week and Sarah was like, we could talk about like ancient aliens. And I was like, I like that idea, but I don't know that much about it. So let's mm-hmm. do like ancient mysteries. We'll just talk about random stuff. And yeah, it'll be fun and interesting. So what websites did you go to for this? Okay. So my main thing I pulled up was Ranker. And it's a list called 17 Eerie and Incredible Unsolved Ancient Mysteries from Around the World. Excellent. I also have that one up. Yay! I also have a Reader's Digest article up. I used to, okay, so. side note, I used to love when I was like eight years old, Reader's Digest. Yeah, it's a good time. I was it's an, good bathroom material. <laughs> I was an avid Reader's Digest fan in elementary school. All right. Yeah. I mean, they used to be in like everybody's bathroom. Like that's just where the Reader's Digest lived. <laughs> Maybe that's the theme of this episode. Bathroom talk. All right. (laughs) Uh, Okay, so the first one is the Devil's Bible or the Codus Gigas, Gigas, which I feel like in any TV show where they talk about, like, demons and stuff, they're always like, well, in the Codus Gigas. I've never heard that before. I never heard of this before I looked it up. Really? Yeah. Maybe this is because I'm a classics nerd. and like, Probably. <laughs> this is like yeah, old hat to you. <laughs> I don't know. It's the stuff we talked about in college. Um, but yeah, it's like a book that is really, really, really long from the 13th century. 
and it's like a Latin translation of the Bible. It has other stuff in it, like stuff from Hippocrates and Cosmos of Prague and a bunch of medical formulas. And so it has like exorcisms <laughs> in it and like a really big picture of the devil. And I guess the thing is like people, A, don't know where the hell it came from because it seems like it was all written by the same dude. Um, I like the legend. I'll read the little legend part. Yeah. So it's written in the 13th century by a monk who was said to have made a deal with the devil in order to finish it. According to the legend, the monk had been sentenced to be walled up alive as punishment for breaking his vows. Like, damn. <laughs> that's that's some, like, Asian monk shit. Uh, he... Uh, that's the kind of stuff they did. Uh, he promised the monastery if they let him live, he would write a book that would contain all human knowledge in a single day. To fulfill his promise, the monk sold his soul to Lucifer. Here's my thing. Being a monk is probably, like, really boring. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I don't know. This seems like the kind of thing that somebody would do to, like, amuse themselves. Like, I'm going to put all this stuff in True. here. People like, don't think it's crazy. Like, what is he going to do other than this? Pray? Yeah, that's all they did all day is they, like, transferred text to other text. Also, so. that is a good story. And good stories endure. I think what makes they a good do. story now is similar to what made a good story then. I would agree. I like the picture of the devil in it. He looks very ghoulish. <laughs> I do too. <laughs> That's a good addition. So like did these monks they had to like illustrate it too. Yeah. They did like everything. So he drew that. Yeah, like being a monk back in the day it was less about God, I think, and more about books. Like they were the ones who made the books. Right. They were the like educated elite. Mm-hmm. The literate. So I think if I were to try to solve this mystery, I would think this was a monk who either like he had a lot of time for some reason or he was maybe like OCD or like manic or something. I, I just really like the phrase, if I'm going to solve this mystery <laughs> that no one's been able to solve in 700 years, Let me I'm just... going to solve it. Put on my monocle and solve this mystery for everyone. <laughs> I think if we just put on our thinking caps, we got it. Mania solved. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm down for that explanation. Bored person trying to amuse themselves. Yeah. I don't know. Religious. So why not include some devil stuff? But yeah, it says that it contains the Bible as well as multiple other texts and formulas, texts on exorcisms. So yeah, someone who just, maybe he was a monk and he was bored and going crazy. Yeah, maybe he was trying to make himself a little encyclopedia. Yeah. All right. All right, we solved it. Case closed. <laughs> Look to us. You're welcome, so we'll world. <laughs> We'll solve all these mysteries. (laughs) Next one, the Nazca lines, which I feel like most people know what they are, right? I didn't know what they were before this. No? No. Okay, so Nazca lines are basically in Peru, and they're geoglyphs, which are basically like really big pictures 
So sometimes they're like a bird, sometimes they're a little person, like the one they've chosen on this article definitely looks like an alien. I'm sure somebody on Ancient Aliens is like, that's an alien! <laughs> or it's just a primitive imitation of a person. Um, but anyway, yeah, they have like monkeys and fish and birds, and you can only see them from the sky. Yeah, so they're basically like crop circles, but actual like depictions of figures and animals. Mm-hmm. So some people say they were to give incoming sailors directions. I guess if it was like on a cliff. I didn't understand that part. Yeah, to give sailors directions, but like a sailor coming in from the ocean, how would they be able to see that? Does that mean like yeah. aliens? <laughs> I don't know about that one. Others say they were for astronomical pur- like purposes or a way to signal the stars. I mean, I don't know much about um, what in Peru they believed as far as like gods and stuff. But if you believed your gods were in the sky, I imagine they would be for them, right? Yeah. I mean, if we're going to talk about this, I feel like this is related to crop circles and crop circles are found kind of all over the world, right? It's not just within one like culture. I think so. I could be wrong, but so Yeah, I don't know. It seems like, like I... it would be a signal to the gods or to aliens or a religious yeah, thing. Yeah, like if maybe. you're Gods are in the sky. Maybe you're just asking for something. Are you, you know, like, thanking them for something? Because it takes a lot of effort and time and planning to make these things. Yes, agreed. Like, you definitely have to, like, map it out before you make it. And you have to have some sort of measuring tool. Which is kind of like the fact that they were able to figure out how to make them and make them so that they're recognizable. Is mm-hmm. kind of like a feat, I think. I think it's impressive that you can still see them. Yeah. Like, how how deeply did you dig them in that we still have them? Like, it must have been very important, whatever the purpose is, for them to invest this much, like, time and effort into making them and making them accurate, you know? I agree. But I think we've solved this one. So we it think it's for their gods. Signaling to the gods. Mm-hmm. All right. Solved. We've done it. <laughs> Look at us go. We're going to get through all of these. <laughs> all right. Next one. The underwater ruins of Japan. This Ooh, I had never this heard of before. Me either. So, submerged just off the coast of Yonaguni-jima is Japan's own Atlantis, a sprawling underwater city believed to be at least 5,000 years old. First discovered by a diver in 1995, the city was initially believed to be nothing more than a bizarre series of natural rock formations, all of which mysteriously featured perfect right angles and straight lines. Later searches revealed everything from a large stone gateway to carved stairways and streets to vaulting towers. Believed to be the former city of the Joman people, experts theorize that the city didn't exactly fall into the sea like the fabled Atlantis, but rather became submerged as sea levels rose over thousands of years. As scientists continue to research the underwater site, many believe this particular site could hold information to other possible underwater cities around the world. I mean, Japan has a lot of earthquakes. Mm-hmm. 
I feel like an earthquake could just drop a city into the sea. Oh no, I dropped you. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to leave this in. (laughs) I balanced my phone precariously on like a poster frame and it fell. And that was a bad choice on my part. And I apologize to everyone. Oh, God, we're doing great. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. Why is this on like an ancient mystery? Like, I feel like it's not really a mystery. Like, I guess because of like the connection to people talk about Atlantis and like the sunken city and just the idea that there, I'm sure there are like sunken cities just all over the world. And probably in a thousand years, like New Orleans, Amsterdam, New York, they'll probably be sunken cities, you know? Yeah, man. Water, she takes all. She's an unforgiving bitch. The sea. (laughs) The sea. The sea. Oh, my God. (laughs) It really is. (laughs) Uh, She takes and she takes. The sea. Oh, my God. (laughs) I can't. But, like, I I have feelings about the ocean. (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, just with, like, humanity and, like, the ocean. Like, the ocean always wins. (laughs) (laughs) I like how you said that. (laughs) Sorry, everyone. It's like, did you ever read that, like, famous poem in high school Ozymandias or whatever Ozymandias yeah Ozymandias is that how you say it it is because again classics major <laughs> but in that it's like the civilization is wiped out by the desert but like I feel like the sea is more how I it would mean happen. any any sort of large a body of nature she gonna she gonna come back at you. I feel like the Earth is real pissed at us. I feel like well, that's why a lot of this stuff's going on. Oh. She pissed. And here's the thing: is like our ocean levels are rising as our icebergs are melting. So yeah, our cities are going to be under the sea. You're in a good place for that. <laughs> yeah, I used to not be. I used to live in New Orleans or close to New Orleans. <laughs> I'm I. Mm, it's questionable where I am. It could be bad. <laughs> I mean, Baltimore is at sea level. You're a little bit west, so you'll probably be okay, but... We'll see. One day the sea shall come for us. Yeah, so I don't feel like that one is so much... I guess that's a mystery because I guess people didn't... It said it dis- was discovered by a diver in 1995, which is like fairly recently. Well, we've explained it, everyone. It was an earthquake. Solved. (laughs) Solved it. All right. Mm -hmm. The next one is Roman dodecahedrons, which A, how fun is the word dodecahedron? Very fun. (laughs) I like to say it. (laughs) Also, secondly, if I were to describe what these things look at, do you remember that toy from the 90s that was like a ball and it had spikes on it and it would jump on the floor? Yes. What were those called? I don't know. It was like a cousin to the Bop It. Uh-huh. 
It looks like that. It's like if you took one of those many-sided dice from Dungeons and Dragons and it had nubs at each of the corners. But it's like palm-sized. Like you could hold it like a baseball. I, I hate the word nub. nubs. It has many nubs at its vertices. So, okay. It does. So uh, it's this thing. It has holes in it. Um, and they have literally no idea what the fuck they are. And they keep finding them. And I love all of these like explanations for what they might be because they are all over the place. Okay. So some. Can I tell you, I saw this whole Reddit post about these things a while ago. And it was basically saying how... You have these people in academia who look at these things and they have no idea. But then mm-hmm. you, if you like crowdsource it and you have people with different backgrounds and different areas of knowledge look at it, they can figure it out. So basically, there are these people who looked at these things and they figured out that you could use them to knit. So they knitted like oh. kind of like these like wrist warmer or like sock kind of things with them. That's cool. By like winding the yarn around the nubs. But like basically this post I was reading was saying like people in academia like to, if they don't know what it's for, they say it's for like religious purposes, you know, for like the gods or whatever. But I mean, I feel like if you don't know, just post on Instagram and be like, anybody know what this might do? Like, don't give any background. Just be like, what? Anybody have a guess as to what this does? It was kind of like it. I also read this other post where there was this like artifact that these archaeologists have found in like Greece or Rome and they're like we don't know what this is and this hairdresser looked at it and she was like oh you could use that to sew in like wigs basically and she like took that thing and showed like how you would do it. So man I just All right, well then we don't need to solve this Reddit solved it. <laughs> I just love the idea that you have these people with PhDs who look at this and they're like, I don't know. And then if you expose it to a wide variety of people, like mm-hmm. normal people, basically, who would mm-hmm. have used this thing, they can figure it out. Mm-hmm. And it's also like, I don't know, when you get really deep into academia, people always want to give things like deeper meaning. Yeah. Sometimes shit doesn't have a deeper meaning. Sometimes it's just, you know. <clears throat> Yeah. One day people will look at all the cat videos on our internet and go, <laughs> what does this mean? Was it, it just to means honor, we like... Was it to honor our gods? No. <laughs> we just like cats. They're funny. Like... With these like dodecahedron things, I guess, supposedly they were, there was like a lot of them found and they were mm-hmm. found in like areas with higher elevations or like cooler climates. Solved. <clears throat> Done. Thank Done. you, Reddit. <laughs> We've solved it. Ooh, the king list. Okay, so this is a good example of historians just like assuming something is something and maybe it's not. But basically, this is a giant stone block from Mesopotamia, specifically Samaria, um, from the third millennium BCE. And it basically has a list of all the Sumer kings, their dynasties, locations, and times in power, which wouldn't be weird. But it also is, like, entwined with, like, mythological elements. 
um, who's who's of Sumerians in power. It has events like the Great Flood and the Tales of Gilgamesh, which people thought aren't true. I kind of think the Great Flood is true, but whatever. Yeah, I think so too. Um, so basically they're like, okay, so is the Old Testament true or are the kings listed not actually kings? Are they like gods or demigods? And here's my opinion on it. Most of the time back in the day, people thought kings were gods. Yeah. Like they thought that they were a king because they had divine power or they were descended from gods. That's how people kept power. Mm-hmm. So I find nothing fucking suspicious about this at all. Yeah, like you said, I think the Great Flood, because I think it's been documented in different areas of the world around the same time. So I feel like mm-hmm. that probably did happen. I think it did. Um, And then Gilgamesh. I think I had to read part of that, but I don't really remember it. It's a It's a fun read, the Epic of Gilgamesh. Is that? No, I'm confusing it with Beowulf. That's a different thing, right? Yes. The Epic of Gilgamesh is like the first, if you want to call it a novel, it's like the first story, like long story that we have. Do you remember how old it is? I don't want to put you on the Uh, spot, but. (laughs) It's like, I mean, real fucking old. Like, yeah, I would say like 3000-ish BCE. So like Old Testament old. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like first civilization old. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I want to ask you more questions about it, but I know this like isn't a Gilgamesh episode. <laughs> we can do an episode on the Mesopotamians. They were fun. Okay. We can play the, we can look at ziggurats. We can talk about how they had like running water and then, I don't know, they're, they're cool. We could do an episode about like the ancient wonders of the world, maybe. I'd enjoy that. Like the Hanging Gardens of Babylon. They're fucking cool. The travesty. That was the burning of the Library of Alexandria. Oh, that really hurts me. <laughs> oh, all right. All right. The next one, and I'm going to try and say this. Easter Island's Rongo Rongo writings. Oh, that's just a repeated word. Rongo Rongo. <laughs> so Easter Island are, is the island with the big heads. Uh-huh. Which sometimes people also have imitations of on their lawns, which I think is hilarious. They have them on their mm-hmm. lawns? You've never seen somebody with a no. fake Easter Island head? No. Oh my god, there's one on <laughs> Never. <laughs> there's one on the way to my parents' house and during when the pandemic started, they put a giant mask on it. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, that I was didn't so funny. That they were like lawn ornaments. Sometimes people have them as tissue boxes and the tissues come out of their nose. Yeah, I think I've seen that. But anyway, so those people, uh, the Maui people, um, and I'm going to read this. So Easter Island has a lot of strange mysteries associated it, associated with it, and the large Maui statues are the most famous. However, some people think that the island was once used by extraterrestrials as a means to communicate as well. And there is another strange mystery... The intricate series of glyphs believed to be writing or proto-writing, an early form of communication based on symbols rather than characters. Okay, like, but why is it proto-writing? Like, what's wrong with symbols? That's what, yeah, I feel like characters are symbols, right? Yeah, they're a symbol for a sound. Yeah, so I don't know. It's that academic high horse again. 
Yeah. Get off your high horse. But anyway, basically, scientists can't figure out what they say or link them to any outside culture. I mean, to be fair, when scientists or historians or whatever find a new language, if you don't have a point of reference for that language, you literally can't figure it out. Mm-hmm. Like, well, you have yeah. to have a point of reference. Because this culture, I mean, you can't even use what we know now to try to decipher it because it's just foreign in terms of culture and, like, time period, so. Like, the only way we ever figured out Egyptian is because we found the Rosetta Stone. Mm. So. So, I guess this is, like, a mystery, but it probably says stuff about... I don't know what would be important, like your religion or like your food source or your people. I don't know. I mean, they definitely look like they represent something like some of them look like little fish. Some of them look like people holding hands. Some of them look like little dragons. Uh huh. There's ones that looks like he's got little claws. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh, God. So. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think there's anything super weird about it. It'd be cool to know what they say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's definitely one that for sure looks like a fish. Um, yeah. And, like, they kind of look like rivers. Like, they're very kind of fluid and curvy, the symbols. Mm-hmm. They're not, like... Hieroglyph like Egyptian hieroglyphics where you can tell exactly what they are like they're more abstract mm-hmm. than that which you know what I'm gonna give them the benefit of the doubt wow isolated language development good job Maui yeah so yeah I mean that's still a mystery but you know I think anything probably like from that period probably is Agreed. So I'm going to say this one doesn't need to be solved. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> Done. Wipe our hands of it. <laughs> uh, the next one is the Sajima lines, which are in Bolivia. Do you want to tell us about these? So they're kind of like what we talked about with the um, things in Peru, Peru from before. But they are a series of massive drawings etched into the earth, um, first discovered in 1932. They're between 3 to 10 feet wide individually, and they connect 8,700 square miles via an intricate web-like design. So as opposed to like crop circles or what we talked about before where it's like an image, these just look like webs basically. Yeah, and I would say out of all of these, these are definitely the most, like, I can't really guess, like, a reason for them, because it's not, like, anything recognizable, they're not an animal or anything like that, but they were also, like, very clearly done on purpose. Right. So, I don't know. And... It says at, like, the end of this little description, some have speculated they were used for religious purposes, which is, like, kind of the cop-out, I think, when, like, historians can't figure it out. They're like, oh, it must be, like, for religious purposes. Some mysterious god. Yeah. I don't know. I don't really know much about who lived, what civilization was in Bolivia. Yeah, I don't know. And why do you think it seems like a lot of these are in South America? 
Yeah, there's like, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know anything about Bolivia. I don't either. They're, oh, I clicked the link. The lines cover an area of 22,525 square kilometers. They're 15 times larger than the Nazca lines. Oh, so some people think they were footpaths and pilgrimages and between the shrines, burial towers. See, that makes more sense, that they were just paths that somebody walked a lot. Yeah, I almost feel like paths are also maybe like the roots of stars or something that go above them. That would make sense. That is kind of what they look like. Yeah, like, I don't know, some constellation or something. Hmm. It does very much, like, from the aerial view, kind of look like the moon. So I think we'll have to investigate this a little bit more before we solve it. We'll, we'll get back to you guys when we... <laughs> we're we're going to solve it, but we'll I'm get back to you. go to Bolivia, get on the ground, <laughs> do some investigating, interview the people, <laughs> see what's going on. We're going to become experts. We can't even we can't even tell each other what civilization lived in Bolivia. <laughs> I'm just gonna oh, go no. and be like, you guys, like, what is that? <laughs> we'll just ask them. That would be hilarious if we went down to Bolivia and they'd be like, yeah, that's what it is. Like, no maybe one told you. No one's just ever asked them. Like, we know what it is. Okay, wait. I looked it up. Okay, so the people from Bolivia, because I know everyone wants to know, uh, the region now known as Bolivia. I'm on Wikipedia, by the way has been occupied for over 2,500 years when the Aymara arrived. The Aymara associate themselves with the ancient civilization of the Tiwanaku culture. Tiwanaku. Tiwanaku. That's fun to say. The Tiwanaku state was a pre-Columbian polity. Polity? Polity. Wow. In western Bolivia, in the southern lake Tikikaka Basin. Wow. Man, I just can't say these words, can I? <laughs> I'm glad I'm you're sorry. attempting and not me. I would do worse, probably. <laughs> okay, so basically they were like a smaller civilization. So like not like the Inca. It was a multicultural hospitality state that brought people together to build large monuments. Um, seems like we don't know a ton about it. Uh, they may have traveled in large llama caravans, which is awesome. Um, but it was like a place people <laughs> went to as like a pilgrimage, I guess. Hmm. I love that idea. Like there's a Mecca right? in South America. Oh, my God. Oh, fun. Yeah. So this is what I'm going to read about tonight. I'll tell us you all about them next week. Oh, my God. All I about the Tiwanaku Empire. Ooh, it's think- an empire. Part of the problem is that we just don't know as much about, like, some cultures, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Well, like, the problem with a lot of it is, like, at least on this side of the world, like, people weren't here as long as they were in other places. Mm -hmm. So they made less things. Yeah. And also, when Europeans finally did come over here, there was no idea in mind to preserve shit. So, mm. like, fucking everything yeah. got destroyed. And yeah. at least in, like, North America, most people in North America were, like, they didn't stay in one place. So there's also not a lot of evidence of things. So I don't know. Well, do we want to 
just end here today since we're like halfway through the list and we can do the other half next week yeah let's do that let's do part one and part two excellent so we're gonna stop talking here today and we'll do the second half of this list next week um so thank you very much for joining us i will update you on the tiwana i can already forgotten how to say it (laughs) tiwa tiwanaku empire tiwanaku i'll also learn how to say that i expect a full report don't you worry about it. I'm going to read this entire Wikipedia article and then I'll be an expert because that's how <laughs> Wikipedia works. You know, you read one thing. Ooh, there's a thing called the gateway. Yes. I'm going <laughs> to learn about this. You're going to go down a rabbit hole tonight. <laughs> I am. It's going to be amazing. All right, everyone. Thank you for joining us. Follow us on all the things. All the things. Instagram, the Twitter. Please subscribe. Please review. Like, review us. We're friendly. Give us give us a shout out. Why ooh, not? Ooh, ooh. Just do it for fun. <laughs> It'll be great. It'll give you a feeling of satisfaction. <laughs> yeah. All right. Ooh, ooh. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.